Ready to go? Let's do this thing. Hey everyone, I'm Ryan. Steve is. I'm Steve. <laughs> and this is 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, mining, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. That's right, Steve. We're doing remote recording today because it was more convenient for us. Also, I'm a little yeah. sick. Steve didn't yeah. know that until we started recording, but <laughs> worked out. I'm on I'm on PTO, so I was like, I didn't realize uh my PTO has just been staying home and it's been just garbage. I threw out my back on Sunday <laughs> and then <laughs> yesterday I like pulled a muscle in my sleep, like a different uh, muscle. Yeah. That's always, that's always great when it's like you so, wake up and like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. So my plan for this week was to like clean out my garage and uh, get some stuff just done around the house. Like, Oh, I've got a full week. I can really break this down. And I can barely stand up straight. Like I'm get I'm it's 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 like three days later, so I'm I'm almost to the point where I can like stand fully upright again. That's the worst. Too much pain. Welcome to getting older, right? I know. I know. I thought I had a couple more years, but I guess not. No, it's it's over, Steve. You're old now. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> you've got you've got the hurts from sleeping stage yeah. of your life. Where's full the, where's uh Where's, uh, never mind. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we've got quite the topic this yeah. episode. Uh, you, you had a conversation with one of those telegram scammers. Yeah. One of those, one of those yeah. evil, despicable creatures of the internet that's been trying to steal money from our viewers and so many other channels viewers. I haven't read them yet, but I've got the, I've got the screen grabs open here. Sure. Do you, you want to just hit guiding us hit. through it? Yeah, just hit that. Put that first one up there. Yeah, yeah. Let's, well, uh, I'm not putting anything on our. Okay, I'm doing it in post, Steve. You don't. You want to just do it in post? Yeah, I'm doing it all in post. I'm just looking at everything on my iPad. Okay, so I'm starting with the first one. They're all. They're all in name order. Right, right. Uh, I believe so. Basically, we get these. So we've gotten a lot of emails about this. We've gotten a lot of right messages, or at least a number. I we've got. A, I probably get a couple messages a week from people like, "Hey, you said to contact you." Like, yeah. no, I didn't. I so did we, they're, they're on YouTube. We try to um, flag them for for immediate right. review. Well, I all this stuff. There's there's a couple options that we have. The right. the quick and dirty way to do it is to hide user from channel, and that's mm -hmm. supposed to immediately just remove that user all their comments yep, from the every channel. Comment. But what I like to do and what everyone else out there can do if they want to is they can report the user as well so that they're not showing up anywhere yeah. else. And there's a lot of different categories to report them under. Might, yeah. as, might as well try the juiciest ones, right? <laughs> you, do you report them as porn? Uh, child endangerment, things like oh. that. Why not? <laughs> it kind of is child endangerment, right? It kind of is. Because like, who um, who's going to fall for that? An adult, well, sometimes probably, but like I mean, a child that is being told that they might have a free guitar coming their way. Like, yeah. I don't want that scenario. No one wants that scenario. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I occasionally message these people. I, I can tell you, I don't have a screenshot of this. The person that I messaged 
who I had this conversation with is now uh, they changed their name to, um, I think, which which one is it? Is it this one? Official BIS for Build. I also have one that's now changed their name to Nikki and Gabby. So they're just chasing other channels. Yeah, so they have like one or two Telegram accounts and then they like change their username and their handle because you can change your handle whenever you want. Right. uh, As long as it's available. In my head, it was like, oh, every time we knock down one of these channels, like they have to start a new account. What I'm hearing is that instead of starting a new account, they just change the focus of the account to a different channel. Yeah. Uh, That's despicable. uh, at one point, so I think the ones that I'm talking to, they're all pretty, uh, that I I had hit up that had hit us up before, are all fairly inactive now. But at one point, I think one of them was like Palm Morello or something. Oh like they, it's all any if you're a famous person or even like, I mean, I think at once you once you hit a certain number of subs and you're getting a certain number of comments, they're going to hit your channel, right? Um. So anyway, this first one, uh, was. One of the messages that said, uh, message me at CycleHum on Telegram to win a prize. Right. So, of course, I have Telegram. I only talk to scammers on Telegram. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have Telegram exclusively to talk to scammers. And and, and the alt-right. I also use Telegram to... No, uh. I, I don't. <laughs> uh, but I know that's... I know that's where uh, that one company that you did work with years ago... Uh, took their pedal company to Telegram oh. after leaving Facebook and right. Instagram and Discord. They got kicked off of Discord. They got I think. kicked off of Discord. I don't know if they got kicked or if they just pre like pre. Do uh, they even still exist? Does that company? Yeah, company as far as exist? I as far as I understand, he's right. he still exists. Uh, so I message. I say, what do I win? That said, uh, congratulations. How long have you been subscribed to my channel? Which is, I, you know, that's a fair opener. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, and I just say a, f- a few years. And then it says, wow, thanks, you hard eye emoji. Now, if you've ever talked to Ryan or I, if you, if, even if you've never talked to Ryan and I, if you think that we use emo- the heart eye emoji never. in everyday conversation, never leave a comment. I want to know who thinks we use the heart eye emoji. I want to know. Right. Right. We're not. I use the dollar not, sign mouth emoji exclusively. That, that's it. That's, that's it. it. I, I put my money where my mouth is. I only use the the hot like emoji, <laughs> the one that either is supposed to indicate that you've just had like. I don't. Uh, one, right. Like a one chip, like one chip. Right. You've right, either right. Just on the one chip challenge or you're looking at thirst traps on Instagram. Right, that's right. the only use of that, that one. Uh, so, you know, they use that. But then they say the top, the, the problem is the spelling in some of these is atrocious. Yeah. yeah. Like they spell congratulations. Uh, like, so the, <laughs> there's, so congratulations. It's congratulations. But the problem is, is that is a typo. I, I could, that I could it, no, see. It, says, it doesn't say congratulations. It says can congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. C A N. G-R-A-T. But, but I will say, like, your grammar is always good. Oh, I good. suck at spelling. Your, but yeah. Your spelling is bad, but your grammar is always good. Yeah. So again, more emojis. The trophy emoji. Pick one out of five. So I just pick a number. I pick number three. Okay. And then that turns into, oh, hold on. 
And then another congratulations spelled differently. This is picture two with the rose, like a bunch of flower emojis. Um, and I say, what, what did you win? So, uh, the (laughs) prize that I won is a Bloomfield burst VOS 2009. Uh, I don't even know what that is. So I, I had a suspicion and then I looked it up and I confirmed it. So the Bloomfield burst, uh, was a, was a VOS. So, which is what vintage old stock, I think uh-huh. is what VOS stands for, but it's a very high end Gibson. Oh my goodness. This is a 10, this is a $10,000. Yes. Call. I'm seeing that now. Uh, yeah. You know, I see why people could get fooled by this because we're always giving those away. Right. It's number, that's it's, it is number three in the in the one through five, you know, choose yeah. gift. You know, it's number it's, three. It's well, I least, want to know what number it's the least of all the gifts, honestly. That's, what was number what was number one? It's the it's a loser prize, you know. <laughs> yeah, if uh so okay, so the the odds of getting the best prize was one in twenty, or one uh, was one in five. But if I'm offered another door <laughs> um so there's this whole thing like uh this back and forth is just stupid because they just want to move through the process. Right, right. Just appreciating as my subscriber. Promise me you'll handle it with care and make good use of them if I give it to you. Uh, To which I replied, I'm going to cover it with relic stickers. (laughs) (laughs) To which you, Ryan, replied, okay, good. This is me. Yes, okay, good. The shipping company will be needing your full shipping address for the delivery, Steve. Yeah, now here's the other thing, and, and, you know, maybe this will will change, I guess, if you get 100 contacts after this episode. But I say, I'm in town. Right. Can I pick it up? Now, again, anyone who's followed this channel, uh, who watches this channel, knows that we we love to meet people who support the show. We love to meet people. Yeah, I love who shaking hands. And, yeah, you know, you made a video where you stalked a a, a miner in Guitar Center parking lot, uh, and then you went, you know, then you went to Ocean Beach and gave a guitar away. Like you do this stuff. Yeah, I'll go out in public and in in, in the public. And no, I'll, yeah. like, I'm I'm. We're always excited to run into like people in person so yeah that, so that totally they, tracks so I'm, they're like oh well give me your information so i'll ship it to you and i was like well no i'm, I'm in town Let, let's just meet up yeah like let's like let's grab a beer or something totally. you know, you know um, like if if i was giving something away and the winner was in san diego i'd be like hell yeah let's meet up absolutely yeah. so yeah if you were talking um, to me then that's the way it would go so this whole back and forth turns into like i'm I end up saying I'm from Texas, but I'm in California. Let's meet up. And they're like, I'm not here for jokes, okay? Which again, what? like <laughs> this this whole thing from here on out turns very serious. The... <laughs> okay. Yeah, they and... definitely don't know the channel because we're definitely here for jokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I'm like, I'm not here for jokes. I just want to save you shipping. And then it says, Well, you're not paying for shipping. So it's like, okay, so why do you need so I, I, uh, I had the impression that I was going to pay for shipping. Like that's usually what the scam is. So it's this whole thing. And then they say, I'm not at the place. Um, I said, I, I typoed here. Oh, where did the goats come from? <laughs> that's a good question. Steve. Uh, where did the goats come from? But, um, but it's the whole thing where basically what it turns into is that they say that, 
they're like they keep saying like are you interested or not are you interested or not are you interested or not and i'm just like well where are the guitars like what you have them at your house right like let's just meet up and the whole scam is like well uh which again like if we were doing a giveaway like this and they wouldn't just be at a random shipping facility we right. wouldn't say at the shipper We'd be like, oh, Sweetwater's sponsoring it, so we just need your information. We'll pass on to no, Sweetwater. It would be he or, heavily sponsored. Like, it would be like yeah. mentioning the name of the sponsor every damn chance we yeah. get. Or like, you know, Gibson or, you know, Pitbull or whoever was sure, sponsoring yeah, it. Yeah. We would need it. We don't have a warehouse. Just one to store five prizes. And apparently. also, like, if this was a contest and it was legit and the person that I theoretically was talking to was giving me, me this much trouble, I might just be like, okay, I'm going to give it to the next person. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, well, I just wanted to meet you, man. Like, you know, right, right. Um, so it's, you know, are you still interested? So I'm like, well, are the guitars at your house? Then they say they're at FedEx. You know, FedEx this is, is always that, storing guitars. Yeah, this is a thing that a lot of scammers I've seen do is they say, I think you don't trust me. Or they say something about like, well, you need to just trust me. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You need to trust me. I'm the expert. I'm the person trying to right, right. help you out. And then so I, well, so, I'll, and the reason that they say this is because I say, uh, why haven't you made a video of this guitar? You know, I've I've been subscribed to you for years. I've never seen you talk about this guitar, and I'm saying like, well, yeah. I just want to see a video of this. I have the guitar from the uh, video, you know. And then it's like, well, I want to show my friends. Like, while before this thing ships, or like while this whole thing's happening, I want to I want to post the video on Facebook and say, hey, everyone, look at this cool guitar I just won. Like right. Ryan from Sixty Cycle Hums demoing. I can't it. believe I just won this ten thousand dollar Gibson from. The yeah. channel that almost never covers Gibsons. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns into a whole thing. Um, uh, so I gave him an address. I don't remember what address I gave. I can't tell. I may have just given the the podcast address. Oh, like the UPS start, box. I might start doing that, just giving the oh, UPS totally. box. Um, but so then that turns into you pay for a tracking ID. So I'm not paying for shipping. But I need to pay for the tracking ID. Uh, and then I'm like, well, you said you were going to pay for all of it. Uh, you said, you know, and now you're saying, well, you need to pay for the tracking. Um, and it's this whole back and forth about like how much, tracking. How much does tracking it's, cost? They only wanted it 40, they, well, $42. That's how much it was going to be to do the tracking ID. FedEx already has the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't, if you know anything about shipping again, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Oh um, my gosh. So then they offer to, um, uh, to, I'd say, okay, I'll just, what's the PayPal? Like, let me send the money. And then they say, well, you're not going to pay me. You're going to pay the delivery. And so the delivery is just some random Gmail. Um, and the random Gmail, like, it's literally just some random Gmail. And I'm like, who's that? And I'm like, they're like, oh, it's the shipping company. Well, obviously, like, your shipping, no shipping company is at Gmail. Right. right. They're going to be at FedEx. They're going to be at UPS, whatever. Uh, and then I just say, like, I just start stalling. I just say, oh, I'm at work. I'm doing all this stuff. 
Uh, and they say all the winners have paid except for you. So now it's like everybody else who's won. Well, I want to ship this in bulk. So we're just waiting. Everyone's waiting on you, man. Like you're just pay your $42 and then everyone will get their yeah, prize. No one's going to get the guitars unless you like hurry up, bud. Yeah. We're trying, we're, we're um, need, our, need that $42 or we cannot ship you a $10,000 guitar. That the shipping's already been paid on, but we need to pay for tracking. Like, yeah. So this, this, that's pretty oh, much just like ship it without tracking. I don't need the tracking, you know? Yeah, no, that's literally like, I'm like, well, I was like, just send it. Well, they're saying like the shipping company won't ship without the tracking. It, it's, it's really screwy. So that's kind of like where I stopped taking screenshots because then I, I started getting really weird with it and right. Uh, probably not great, but <laughs> did you, they, Steve, they, did you send them a dick pic? No, no, <laughs> I should have. I, uh, but um, I think that, you know, the main thing, and we've said this before is we don't do telegram, you know, any contest we run, we're going to, you're going to know what the name of it, of the, we we have two email we have sixty cycle humcast at gmail.com and we have we actually have what was it sixty cycle hum contests. Yeah, we used it for like one contest and then have never logged back in. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> who knows if it's, it's even we're, still there. We're not gonna run a secret contest where we're just like giving stuff away by contacting people randomly right. in the comments. Like there's gonna be a video promoting it. Speaking of which, um send in your Christmas songs. Yes. Yes, uh, to, it, we're 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 gonna we're taking everyone's Christmas songs. We've actually already gotten a few. We need to pick a date to be the end date. Uh, that would be like before we record that episode yeah. where we play through yeah. them all, and then we're gonna have a poll for everyone to f- pick their favorite. And the favorite Christmas song sent to us, that person wins the the cyclone. They're gonna win the Squire cyclone that we've been putting stickers on. So that's just it. Yeah. So if you guys send us like 50 songs, it's going to be like a three hour episode. It's going to be great. Yeah, but it's, it'll be great for Christmas. Like people can just put, <laughs> no, put no. it on while they're wrapping presents and stuff like that, you know? Absolutely. And you like, you know, you campaign to get all your friends to vote on it, you know, like it's fun. It's just good, yeah. clean Christmas fun. So again, these are the screenshots from, we don't actually have to through sit, see, we don't actually have to sit and listen to them all and do an episode. That's true. I can just put them all That's on a true. video format like here everyone just enjoy no, this I music think should, i think we should we should at least listen to okay okay and say the names some names of, of the songs maybe we only listen to, or maybe we replay them all let people vote and then we just listen to like the top five or top ten or something then we have to do multiple videos steve here's yeah, what true. no here's what we do we, when when before we record <laughs> for it instead of recording ourselves listening to all of them because we don't have to vote we just record ourselves saying the name and the person and you know the person who sent it the name of the song. So we oh, just go th- okay. just go through the list and then we edit the songs together with mm-hmm. you know like a moving background. Oh, we'll put it over the Yule log video. Yeah. New people have been asking for a new Yule log I video. I don't have guitars worth burning around here. I know. Yeah. You need to get I, some. I cleared them all. Um, so wrapping up this whole scam thing. Yeah. Again, we we use I would say if you don't see it in the description of a video, uh, if we don't make a, a video for it, there's no contest. The contest there's a contest. Exist. It's going to be painfully, uh, obnoxiously obvious. Yeah, like you're gonna if you're not you're gonna be upset that you know that it's a contest. If you're not talking to one of us on the official Instagram or via email or 
on like our real life Facebook profiles, then it's there's so many legitimate places to contact us, and Telegram is not it. Yeah, Telegram is not one of them. WhatsApp, every not we're not on WhatsApp. I don't know any other guitar YouTubers that are on Telegram or WhatsApp. We don't use them. And like we all talk, uh, about, talk amongst each other. We're not on Signal. Right. Like none of us use WhatsApp. Like when I guarantee you, the Europeans are all on probably. WhatsApp. but most. Of, I bet you Henning is talking to Andy right now. It's midnight. They're talking on WhatsApp. No, Henning does all. Of, uh, 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 what is it? FaceTime. Oh, okay. Henning's a FaceTime right. boy. Well, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the other thing going back in this is like one, like uh, we don't really use them. Like some of this stuff is like, you kind of have to know us like the emoji stuff. But the other thing here is, is We're never um, gonna the charge shipping. For shipping. Yeah. The, the shipping thing. And then the email address is really weird. That's a really common thing um, where this eventually like turned into is I basically said that I was an old man who was on SSI and I couldn't afford anything. Um, and I stopped taking screenshots at that point because it, it was just getting really weird. Um, I mean, you are an old so, man. You did hurt your back yeah. sleeping. And then the the person started saying, the scammer was saying like, oh, I can show you how to convert your EBT oh, no. to cash. So okay, you so could buy fuck these guys. Yeah, but he, but here's the thing, right? So here's the thing. It's because they were saying like, well, you can use your EBT to buy gift cards. Um, anytime anybody says, like, if you're on a platform, right. you're on Facebook Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace has a way to buy in, to, to do cash transaction on Facebook Marketplace. Um, I'm not saying don't do Venmo. You can do Venmo. Oh, let me preface this. If somebody online tells you to do Venmo, Cash App, Zelle, it's a scam. Right. If it's not a scam, then they're dumb for asking you to do it. Yeah. I will do Venmo in person. I will do Cash App. Uh, I don't have Cash App hooked up to my bank, but I'll do Venmo in person. In person, right. once the goods are in my hand. The reason scammers want you to do Venmo and Cash App is because they are untraced or they're, they're traceable, but they're considered friends and family service accounts. Right. So if I Venmo Ryan money, and literally this has happened to people, uh, if you Venmo your rent to your landlord and you spell your landlord's name wrong, that money's gone. There is no recourse because Venmo's not set up to handle $3,000 trend. Like they tell you in the thing, like this is a one and done, right? So if somebody online is telling you like, let's do Venmo, they're probably... They're either like dumb or they're trying to scam. Yeah. Like you need you need goods in hand before you do that. Anytime they want to move off platform. So this one is like YouTube, a YouTube client that sends you to Telegram is one thing, but I've had Facebook Marketplace transactions where I'm talking to the person on Facebook Marketplace and then they go, oh, do you have WhatsApp? Do you have Telegram? Right. We're you already know, do you have any talking. Of these other- like- yeah, we're already talking. What, what do you want to do this? And it, again, it's because if you they want to have like multiple like recourses where if you're in a Facebook marketplace and you feel like you're getting scammed, you just report that conversation. As soon as you move off platform, right? You can't you can't claim anything. Do yet. that, you know, in the place. So so that's the other reason. So those are 
the two to me the biggest red flags is um when they want you to pay when they say like well you can pay me in gift cards and then when they say all you gotta that, do is go down um, to the GameStop and get a bunch of gift cards and then send me the 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 codes on them like yeah 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 Wait, I, am I, I buying a I guitar? What are we doing here? Like, why am I going and getting gift cards for you now? Yeah, from what I understand, there's a whole, like, foreign market where people are, you know, it's like, it's kind of like when... Uh, it's money people, laundering, probably. It, it, I mean, it might not be money laundering in, like, the illicit sense, but yeah, it's... Or it's something where it's like, we used to do this, right? You get a $50 gu Guitar Center gift card, you're like, I can't do a ton of damage for $50 with a $50 right. gift card at Guitar Center. I I've listed those gift cards on Craigslist for like 40 bucks. Right. Like if anyone has something they want get it. for 50 bucks, I'll sell it to you for 40 bucks. I sold a Phil's barbecue gift card for 50 bucks. I sold that for 40 bucks to, to one of my coworkers. Cause like, I don't live anywhere near, yeah. especially now I definitely don't live anywhere near Phil's. Next time, um, you know what? Just tell Aunt Amy that you that you just to give you cash next time for Christmas. You know, like where are yeah. these gift cards coming from, Steve? <laughs> no, I got the, I got the Phil's one. I won it in a work ah, raffle. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, that's yeah, unpaid so, wages, so you, huh? It, yeah, yeah. It's under the table. Um, just uh, if you, here's the other thing I'll say: if you're ever not sure if you're if you're in the Facebook group. Um, again, 60cyclehumpcast at gmail.com. If you're ever in a conversation with someone and you're like, is this a scam? Take some screenshots, send it to us. I'm more than happy to look yeah. at it and at least give you my opinion. If you're on the Facebook group, post it in the face, take screenshots, post it in the Facebook group. I've never been lots of people there yeah. with experience. I've never been mad when someone messages me about it and asks like, Hey, is this you? I'm always relieved yeah. that they asked yeah, no, in instead of absolutely. going down that road and talking to this person about yeah. and and it sucks that I think I think we are slowly teaching the YouTube algorithm like how to catch these accounts. YouTube could but... fix this in a minute. All we have to do is write a line of code that says if an if an account keeps changing their icon to the same icon as other channels. Yeah then yeah. flag that because that's what they're doing. They're grabbing the same icon. They've got image recognition. They've got audio recognition. Like I just uploaded a video that's got a bunch of cover songs, but filmed from a live band that I filmed and they did cover songs. YouTube caught every single cover song. And it's oh, like, yeah. Oh, we're going to, you know, share this. It's going to be, you know, ad revenue sharing with the license holders for these covers. Not even for the band that I filmed, but for the owners of the cover copyright, you know? Oh, yeah. really? Um, <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think Marcus, uh, Marcus Brownlee did a really uh, big video on this Telegram scam. Yeah, a lot um, of it. I think Mary Spender did a video on it. Mary, I know Mary Spender yeah. did. I, I don't know who else has. That is um, everywhere so right now. If you want more information, check those yeah. out. Maybe I'll post a link to those. They already learned you want more information everything this, they but... need to know from our video, Steve. What what yeah, more information could there be? We <laughs> There's nothing we, left. There's nothing left to say about everyone this. Everyone comes to us to, for the most concise and accurate information that there is. So, yeah. you know, we yeah. gave it to you. Well, we're re we're really we're really good at recognizing scams and you know why? <laughs> why, Steve? 
Why? Because it's time to do housekeeping. <laughs> All right. Uh, we did get some. No, we get, I'm just did, kidding. did get some new uh, subs this, not subs, but Patreons yeah. this week. Um, so housekeeping is a time where we uh, take a minute to thank everybody who supports the show through Patreon uh, and shout them out this uh, past couple weeks. Uh, at the $1 level, we have uh, Pity and Stephen Shipman. And at the $5 level, we have Gary Davlin, uh, who Gary Davlin's one of these guys who's a big time commenter. He's on mm -hmm. a lot of people's live streams. So, hey, Gary. Um, and um, yeah, if you want to support the show and what we do, you can head on over to patreon.com slash 60 cycle humcast. Patreon keeps telling us to raise our bottom tier to $3. But we're not going to do it. We're losing money, according to Patreon. But that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, they take so they take a decently significant cut of the one dollars. But I just yeah. I like having I like the idea of like there's someone out there. They're just like twelve dollars a year. I'm I'm down. I'm down. Like, yeah, and well, they don't. You it, know, it's, it, fun, it it's fine if we get a couple bucks of that. You know, it's it's like bu buying your spot on the on the credits at the end. Like you just yeah. want to say that you support us. Like, I, I'm down for it. What it comes down to is they've done market research and basically they found, I think the drop off between $1 and $3 is negligible. So if a hundred percent of the people will do $1, then like 95% will do $3 right. and you're making way more money. But I think then the drop off from like $3 to like $7 is significant where it drops from like 90, say 95% down to like 40%. We should, where it's like, we should just go in there and we should have, just different like tiers every single different dollar amount and just write a different funny description of what that oh is like gosh. you want to do four dollars oh. fine here's the four dollar level here's your fortune you can <laughs> here's like make it like a uh make it like a horoscope sort of thing like oh four dollars you are very uh generous but you also mm -hmm. are skeptical mm -hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> oh man now you got me thinking about that but yeah because who um, cares like like you can pick you can put your own number in like whatever you want to do it's like well i don't you know we just we just really appreciate the people like this enough to keep watching and want to you know contribute to the costs of producing the content so that's the important yep. part yeah you are ready to hit this first Am ad? I ready, Steve? Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm ready. I am here recording right, cool. a podcast Good. with you. <laughs> so this... Uh, this was sent by Michael yes. Krauss. Uh, oh, do you want to talk no, about uh, it? I mean, you go ahead and say what you're going to say, Steve. Yeah, well, what I was going to say is this is a Guild S280 for sale is a restoration project my husband just doesn't have time or motivation uh -oh. for. Body, neck, and all are in great shape. All removed parts are included. Also include our parts he wanted to replace just to replace. That sounded cruel. And, excuse me. Included a rough uh, wiring diagram of how it's wired before it was pulled apart. Always stored flat and soft case included. So this is, again, a Guild S280. I'm not. I'm going through the pictures. I'm trying to see if there's any pictures of what it looked like. I put a picture of, uh, of one in stock condition off of Reverb. That is 700 plus 75 shipping. Exactly. Okay. Oh, wow. That's what is that? A, uh, I guess it's not. Wonder a, I guess it's not exactly the same. Look, the, uh, the knob placement and hole placement is, well, maybe he drilled an extra hole. 
but that the one in the no this is the one this is uh the one that you've posted from reverb is not an offset oh you're right that's an s Two eight. Wait a minute. What happened here? No, they're both listed as a guild S two eighty. You're right. It's a different body shape. Also, the guild one has. Well, okay. So the the Kalers have a behind the nut locker. So it just has the behind the nut locker taken off. But it's this is a guild S two eighty one. What? Yeah, there's a guild. S two eighty one. And does the S two S two eighty one has the Kaler as well, right? Uh, yeah. Is that what that is? Is that the Kaler? No, it's one of those. Oh yeah, it's, it's if if it's not a Kaler, then it's a knock knockoff. You know. And it comes with all the parts, including the parts that. What does it say? That cracked me up. Uh, was it? Kind of want uh, one of these. That's included are the parts he wanted to replace just to replace. Like, <laughs> I love, how, how I guitars... love the energy of this where it's like a, a wife selling a guitar for her husband because you know that project's just been sitting around for like yeah. 20 years. And she's like, can we get rid of this? And he's like, okay, you sell it. He doesn't even want to deal with it himself. And so she's selling it for him. And she, uh, she's got this commentary like, here's the parts that he was going to replace with and parts that he was going to replace them with, you know? If you, if you, okay, I'll, if you're in, uh, where this is in Massachusetts, I think, uh, Marblehead, Massachusetts, this is a, this is a, oh, it's already sold. No. It was listed for $75. Dude, it's a screaming deal. It's a screaming deal. These are, these are like $700 on Reverb. Well, you know what? You try to go get a replacement Kaler because I've seen them like new. Oh, yeah. They're like four hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you've got a Kaler in them. Maybe it's an off-brand. Maybe it's a license. I don't. I don't know all the. You know all that stuff. Uh, I mean, this is a this is a made in USA guild, so it might dude, not be. Uh, it might be all legit. I, would, I really like this body shape. This is a really cool offset body shape. It kind of reminds me of uh, the Dan Electro Hodads, just not flipped because it's mm -hmm. not. It, mm -hmm. If you flip this, it turns Moe's righty real quick. Yeah, I yeah. really like this body shape. I actually the headstock is wonky, but I kind of like that about it. It's got that guild pilot headstock. It's that like soft, yeah, tele. It's like a it's like a floppy Telecaster headstock. I, I for seventy five dollars, like you don't even think about it. Looking at this, oh no, school, no. you run out the door, and that's probably what happened. Someone ran out the door. And before even contacting the person, they're like messaging them in the car as they're starting the car. Like, where am I going? Where, where now, am I going to right be now? fair, to be to fair, be fair uh, that's what I did with my Ivan as Roadstar. And yeah, it's doing the same thing as this, isn't it? It's still in parts. <laughs> now that one, that one, I, I did, I did strip the body. So I have at least done that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that one, I literally jumped in the, I like messaged the guy, uh, and I basically, before he gave me an address or anything, I was like, Hey, uh, I think I messaged him. And as soon as he was like, yeah, it's still available. I jumped in the car and was like, give me your address. Right. And then he raised the price on me by like 40 bucks while I was oh driving. My gosh. Well, if you're so eager, are you $40 eager, Steve? Yeah, he was lucky I had extra money. That's kind of how it felt when I got my SG 
Like it was listed for two fifty, and it was you know it was taken apart. Like nothing was connected to it, but he had the bag of parts. He listed it for two fifty. I immediately called the number, and I was like, "Can I come get it right now?" And he's like, "Yeah, here here's the address." And by the time I got there, he was like freaked out because he had gotten nonstop calls the entire time I was driving there. He was like half an hour away from me, and so like he just he probably got like like two hundred phone calls, and he's like, "I'm getting all these calls. I don't know, man. I just want to sell it." And it's like, okay, I get it, you know. So you got lucky that the dude just wanted to wanted to move on, right? Because a lot of people they get all those calls and they're like, well, you know, I was gonna sell it for two fifty, yeah. but I've gotten like nineteen offers of five hundred dollars. No, he was one of the real ones. He was he was like, no, it's no, I'm you know, I'm not gonna change my my price here. But also, yeah. I had a really long, great conversation with that guy. He uh, he ran a. Uh, a screen printing shop that was also a surfboard shaping shop. So we had a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. And that's where I picked the guitar up from, from his shop. And we were just looking around at everything. Oh, right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And then you sold it. Well, yeah, but like 10 years later. <laughs> and, you know, like Details. $80 went to charity. I should probably post a screen grab of my charity receipt. <laughs> Who cares? You know, people trust you. They do. You're trustworthy. Yeah. You know who's going to see the screen I grab guess. of my receipt? The, 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 IR, the IRS. The IRS. <laughs> oh, man. I need to do that again, and but do it for like the supersonic. I, I've decided I want to sell it. Mm. It's not that I don't the, like it. It's the, just that I need to make pumpkin. room, you know? Yeah. The do, pumpkin song. Do a charity auction for it, but maybe start it lower and do like an official video and be like, Hey guys, this is for charity. Go bid it up, you know, have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, let's see. You got anything else on this, on this? Um, I mean, I look at this and $75. No question. I buy it. No question. I'm going to go try to buy this quick, quick as I can. The big question is, do I assemble it as originally intended? I do kind of want to try a Kaler. So I would probably, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd throw it together with the stock parts first, but I'd always be kind of side-eyeing this thing like, I want to, with a little bit of routing, I could convert this to Mustang bridge and mm. trim. Like, I don't think I could put a, like, people are looking at it and they're thinking, oh, that that gap right there, you just open it up a little bit more, you can throw a Jazzmaster trim on there. There's not enough yeah. room left for the bridge. Is a problem, and you want you oh, want the Jazzmaster yeah, yeah. bridge to be further back away from the bridge, anyways. But a Mustang bridge in vibrato would go right on there with a little bit of wood taken mm-hmm. out, and then put you know some sort of funky pickup in there and turn it into like a surfy garage rocky psychedelic sort of machine. That shape is just so cool. I really yeah. dig it. I bet I bet you could find this shape at like Warmoth or something. Probably like, not for seventy five bucks. No, like I want. I almost want to follow this a search for this on eBay for a Guild S two eighty one for a body to see if a body pops up. Hmm. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what all parts. I think it looks like everything that that the guy was looking to replace is um i am seeing the the kayla ridge is is electronics but what i'm confused about is i can't tell if the pickups are in any of these Um, bags i see the pick 
I, th- I see the pickup. Uh... I think that bottom. Oh, there I see that it. That bottom bag. I, I think that has the pickups in it. I see the pickup rings in a little bag. Yeah. Well, the very very top bag has a pickup. Oh, in does it? it? Yeah. That's oh, I see it. Yeah, you're bag. right. You're right. You I see, see the it. pull pieces. Oh, you know that's there's probably a pickup in that other bag too. I mean, this guy's organized. Yeah. What was he going to replace it with? He's got a. He's got two pots. He's got some springs, he's got an output jack, and he's got a three-way switch. Yeah, it just kind of looks like he, uh, like maybe he thought the electronics had gone bad. Right. Interesting. Which, I mean, the guitar's in fantastic shape. Yeah, it looks like, great. The body and everything. It, I would be surprised if it was. And I guess there's no, well, I was going to say there's no pick guard, but these don't have pick right. guards. So. There's definitely not a pick guard, Steve. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so obvious bye bye bye. Someone go grab it's they Curious. already did. Where's the pick guard? Here's here's the question, Steve. Yeah. What's the flip on this? Someone got it. Yeah. Are they if they're flipping it, are they gonna try to reassemble flip it or are they gonna sell it as is? I think you gotta reassemble. That's what I would do for sure, because there's you know, potentially, you know, an extra five hundred, six hundred bucks in it for you. Like that's a quick reassemble. And watch they reassemble it and then they fall in love with Good it. Good grief. There is a guild well, there's a guild S two eighty one on reverb right now. It's not even this cool. It's not one of the ones with a it's it's got a hardtail oh. and a pointy headstock. Yeah, I don't want the pointy headstock. I want that weird wobbly one. Yeah, and the pointy headstock, they're asking it looks like the guild started doing the pointy headstocks in the eighties too. Oh, everyone That's did. Weird. Everyone had to. You mm. couldn't sell a guitar if it wasn't pointy somewhere. That's that's gross. I'm not interested. Guild in needs that. they did the surfliner. Guild needs to guild. I'm gonna email you. <laughs> you they need to pick oh the, they need to bring the shape back, but don't push it in the hair metal direction. Push it classic offset. Like mm. but give it the guild pickups. Yeah. That should be their answer to the Surfliner not having a, a wiggle stick on it. But yeah, there is one of these dual humbucker with this headstock on reverb right now. It's got EMGs in it, and it's located in Ukraine. <laughs> well, you know, it's busy right now defending the country, so... From December 5th, 2021, standard shipping rate is not possible. Available only express mail, $150 shipping. Right. All right. What's next, Steve? Sponsors? What's next is this episode is brought to you by Big Ear Pedals. Did you get some pedals, Paul? I do. I'm holding the woodcutter in my hand, Steve. One of the great, great Big Ear Pedals. Let me go grab a couple pedals. I can do some pedals. All right, you grab a couple pedals, Steve. I'll talk about the woodcutter. The woodcutter is one of the good, good ones. This is the rat that I keep. I've had a lot of rats come into my possession over the years, and this is the one that I keep. Every single time, I'm like, I'm going to keep the woodcutter. It just sounds special to me. There's a vibe to it that I just connect with. It Does it sound dramatically, insanely different than other rats? No, but it makes me feel dramatically different than the other rats. So how about that? Guess what pedal I grabbed? Um, hmm, I think you grabbed the Albie. No, I grabbed it. Well, because Albie's on a board uh. somewhere. 
because you use it so is. much because it's so good. Yeah. Uh, but what I do have, because I have the other one, the other color scheme, I think is on a board right now or in a, in a bag or a board. Um, what I grabbed is the oh, Betty Ramble Lamb. This pedal Ramble Lambs damn thing went wild. Yeah. Actually, the child went wild. Oh, that's confusing. <laughs> but this is another one knob fuzz from Big Ear Pedals. Right. So check them out. I hear, I've heard that they are close to being back. Did you already say that? Uh, yeah, we've been saying that for a said. while. Like they're they're unpacking their house. I'm sure they're getting close. Yeah. So you, they want. I'm gonna I'm gonna promise you this right now. They want to make pedals and sell them. Yeah. Somebody. You know, they, somebody. They, asked they, about they're not that. choosing to not make pedals and sell them. They want to make them, and I believe in the deepest depths of my heart that they will. So go check yeah. them out somebody on all their social about medias. That. Uh, recently, what the four one one on that? They're like, we haven't. No one's really heard about what's going on here, and you know, um, I, I, from what I understand, I think everyone who was owed stuff went out, but then it got real quiet. So. Right. Uh, our other sponsor this week, I'm going to do a thing that you do all the time, and I'm going to pull a pedal that isn't in in a uh, production. Oh. It's Chase Bliss Audio. I've got my Bliss Factory here. Go. Steve got uh, the first the, run of the Bliss Factory. No, this is the second run. Oh, is it run. the second run? You got the first run. Oh, that's right. I did. Yeah, so this is the uh, black with green knob version. But I bought it, I bought uh, it secondhand as first run. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they do, they're do. they doing more and more uh, longer run. I don't know if the Bliss Factory will ever come back as a long run because it's a collaboration with ZFX, yeah. but I think it'll come back for another another batch someday. Maybe. And if you want to know about that, you need to head on over to chaselessaudio.com. Get on that list. While you're there, they're doing their um, uh, direct-to-consumer yeah. uh, sales now. So if you want to buy a Chase Bliss pedal, you got to go to chaselessaudio.com. Yeah. And I've yeah, I heard a rumor, Steve, lips. that uh, more than a few Chase Bliss employees believe that the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was actually based on true events, and there's a whole conspiracy to cover it up. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. what I heard. That's that's quite an accusation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> was that movie was that movie set in Minnesota? It's, I feel like it's it all was. a big government uh, cover up. Like that actually happened. Where? You know, the, the look it up. You know, follow the money, follow the facts. Honey, look up the people I who made the, the movie. You know, the government is suppressing those people. The Rick Moranis, eighty nine American yeah. film. Rick Moranis is Canadian. Here's the thing. Rick Moranis stopped making movies for quite a while mm. after that movie. You think that's why? You think that's why? Yeah. Follow the money. That's what I'm saying. You know. <laughs> All right. What are we doing next, Steve? Another well, ad? Well, this is this is awkward. Apparently, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was filmed in Mexico City. <laughs> uh, so that is uh, not... Minnesota. I had no idea it was filmed in Mexico City. I, I I want them to make a documentary about that. I want to know about the filming of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids because that's wild. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, man. What's new? Oh, what is new? Oh man, I a a, a, a huge thing happened for me is that someone commented on a video, and that's oh yeah, that someone was Chris yeah. Ballou, like yeah, from the presidents of the United States of America. I did that video where I converted the, uh, the Polaris for music, uh, James Hetfield 
electric guitar yeah. with OMG pickups. I converted it into a PUSA guitar. And Chris freaking Blue from the President's yeah. commented on the video to tell me what a good job I did and how good he thought it sounded. And I'm like, what is going on right now? This, like, I've chatted with a lot of people over the years, but it's like, there's, a, you know, I can count on one hand, like, the people that have, like, hit us up that are like, oh, my gosh, I can, I, I can count on, like, maybe two fingers, you know, the people where I've been like, I can't believe that these people, one, watched or listened to something that we did, and now they're talking yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, this uh, is, you know, bizarre. When I, when I first saw it, I was super confused because his YouTube account only has, like, 200 subs. Right. Uh, and so I actually like was like, wait, is Ryan getting punked again? <laughs> yeah, I remember when someone <laughs> came in as Nita Strauss and it wasn't her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I because uh, I've I've tried to check you know, out. Those, it was yeah, him, yeah. Sure. I think he just doesn't do much with that channel, you know. Yeah. I think that there's probably like a president's official YouTube channel or something like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But man, it 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 made my whole weekend. Like I was I was beaming over here. Like, yeah. So that's my what's new. No, that's awesome. Do you have a what's new? Especially, especially when you like make the, make the video that's about, right. you know, it's relevant. Well, yeah, I made the video about the thing and like, and here's something I was thinking about afterwards. Uh, if I had known that he was going to watch the video and then comment, I wouldn't have been able to make the video. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Right. I, there's no, I would have been, oh my gosh. I would have obsessed over that edit. Like, I don't know if I can publish this. It's this, this yeah. sucks. <laughs> it's, it's good to be able to turn off your brain a bit when you do these things, because if you, th oh, if yeah. you think about it at all, like you'll never, ever publish anything. If you think like the people that you're talking about are going to talk to you, like what mm -hmm. the hell? <laughs> I learned that lesson a couple times in the early days where it's like, we talked about a brand or something like that, or I said something about a brand and then they got into the comment section. And it was like, Oh yeah. July. No, way or way bad, earlier than that. Cat. I can't even remember the example, but there was a couple moments where I was like, I guess I actually have to think about what I'm talking about. Like I can just, just right. pull stuff out of my right. ass and think I can get away with it. You know? <laughs> oh man. And also like I learned a couple lessons where like, I don't want to, hurt companies for no reason. Right. I don't mean that as like someone who works in this. You want to hurt them for good reason. No, like if someone's doing something crappy, I, you know, we're going to talk about it if, if it's interesting yeah. to us, but I don't want to, if you're, if, if you're a company doing good things, we're going to be good. If you're a company doing bad things, fuck you. <laughs> no, like there's real people that work at all the companies, you know, like, Oh, a lesson. One of the times I learned, that lesson is when the Fender Meteora came out and I like did a design critique oh, yeah. video and I was like, Oh, here's the things I like and I don't like about it. Blah, blah, blah. And then like Nam happened like a month later, I'm looking, oh, yeah. I'm looking at the guitar at Nam. I'm picking it up and playing it I'm like, Oh yeah, you guys kind of, I actually kind of like it. And a guy comes up to me at the Fender booth and he's like, Oh, you like that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm warming up to it. I think I get what's going on here. And he's like, I designed it, and I saw your video. <laughs> no, like, well, not on, oh, I shoot, I'm sorry. 
I think I think you know we don't process this. Like you know, like it's but, not like but, oh no, what is Fender going to think? It's like no, this individual, this human being is talking yeah, to me. He designed yeah. it. He's a human being, and I don't want to like crap on him and hurt his feelings for no reason. You know. <laughs> well, you think about like okay, how do well I, you you work from home now, so it, maybe it's different. But like you think about like the average person. Where do, when do they listen to podcasts? Driving to work, right? Driving home, or if they're doing some kind of like focused task where they're in their office and they're like making a presentation or, or doing data entry or do running a spreadsheet, they're you know maybe they got headphones in, they're listening to a podcast, or they're working a, in a factory, they're doing some kind of assembly sure, sure. work. Where it, you know maybe it's not like he- the heaviest machinery, so maybe they're listening to a podcast on a headphone, or maybe they got it on a speaker or something in their in their shop area or something. And so, you know, every time we talk crap, like right. anytime we mention a guitar builder company or a pedal builder company, there is like at least a decent, like a better than zero percent chance. That somebody who works from that company is going to be like on a Monday, is going to be sitting at their soldering station, putting in a resistor going, hey, boss, those 60 cycle hum assholes are talking about us again. <laughs> and you know, just, you know, just it, as, it, and you don't yeah, think about just that. the same as, you know, all, uh, you know, us guitar content creators talk to each other and socialize with each other. All the builders yeah, talk yeah. to each other. So it's like, oh, you know, yeah. I know that industry people listen to the podcast because they enjoy it because you know yeah. like the, you know it's guitar content that isn't like the podcast is not at all like industry controlled <laughs> you know no, it's very no. much not this this podcast is not about kissing butt and you know trying to appeal to the widest audience possible we're having fun talking about guitars the way you and i like to talk to guitars with each that other. was the by the way by the way for, and i think industry people like sure, that because it's it's a different vibe than they get from other things you know let's make sure everyone heard that correctly that was the widest with a d audience possible not the widest <laughs> yes wide de, wide uh, uh, i'd actually hey, prefer hey, if you had less white people watching <laughs> and wow. the people that Ooh. and here's the thing the people that will lose because i just said that good later <laughs> this is where you ask me what's new what's new steve <laughs> um well the first what's new that i have um and i posted a video of this on instagram literally like an hour and a half ago is i got the caroline argato ah. phaser vibrato it's it's a trip i got a feet like it's got some functions that are kind of funky uh it's got a a wave knob where is it right there so you're you're uh yeah uh the sawtooth the triangle wave is you're like more standard like what you would expect for like a phaser yeah. for a vibrato whatever the square dude, wave is weird dude. because it's yeah. like it sounds like uh the way that i've had the settings i've been hitting i because i've been running it like a little slower on the square wave it sounds like uh and it t- says in the manual like you'll get like a talk a tick tock sound not not the app, right. but tick, like a tick. Oh yeah, yeah. But so imagine like you're playing guitar and then you've got this like p- weird popping happening. Uh-huh. But it's it's very like, f- f- 
No, there's I really like things about it that I, are very musical. I really like step filters because you know it's a phaser with a, a square wave, so it's kind of do kind of a yeah. step filtery sort of thing in my it's, it's kind of got that going on. I got to figure out exactly the best way to utilize it because it's a little with the faster rate. It's I think it sounds better. You still get that step ratey thing, but uh, it's it's more um, it's more direct. Yeah. So. But this pedal's a lot of fun. Well, so I, far. I imagine the like actual... going fast, and it would do almost kind of like a bit crushy sort of sound. Yeah. Where like going slow, yeah. it's going to be like, which could be neat in like yeah. a glitchy sort of way. Something I want to do with this pedal is I want to put it side by side with the somersault, which is the chorus, mm. and kind of hear what the how they do things differently. I think that'll be really interesting, at least to me. And this is the black version, so it's black with kind of a peach uh, okay. print. Uh, the production version is actually the inverse of that, ah. so it's a peach-colored pedal with black print. Um, so yeah, I got that this week. Very cool. Number 74. I don't know how many there are, but mine's 70, number 74. So if you ever see this on reverb number 74 you'll know it's mine and you'll know it was stolen because i definitely didn't i mean I everything gets that, sold guys. eventually steve like yeah yeah when i'm when i'm dead <laughs> uh the other new thing i have for this week is this that's an endorsement for uh <laughs> for caroline pedals you can take my caroline pedals from my cold dead hands where are you going steve he's disappearing do you I haven't gone anywhere, <laughs> uh, but I got my, uh, I finally got a desk for my office. And it's a standing desk? Um, it's a motorized okay. standing desk. <laughs> At first so, I thought, right. did Steve get a motorized camera arm? And I was like, there's no possible freaking way Steve would ever buy a camera accessory even close to that. I never would have thought about that. If I put a tripod on my desk, I now have a motorized yep. camera arm. <laughs> That's so, where my uh, mind goes. Oh man, <laughs> this really, uh, you know, over the top camera moving equipment. Yeah, no, I got a, I got my standing desk. Um, I'm not like a big time stander, but it's, <laughs> it's every once in a while when you're at, when you're right, at a right. desk, do you, I'm a, do I'm you a, go through this? Like I'm a you're... bystander. I go both ways. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you ever go through this when you're like editing video where you've just like you want to keep working but your legs are like oh totally starting yeah, to yeah. like you've been sitting or too also long, like so. you just want to walk up and do like two minutes of the thing then walk away you know yeah so I don't really I I this is actually it's my my boss I'm sure would give me crap for it uh, I now own the exact same model chair that I use in mm. the office. And then this standing desk is uh, is from the same company. One of my of the standing desks that we have at work. One of my biggest regrets is when I quit my last job. I had a job in an office in a cubicle. When I quit that job, I should have asked to buy the chair. I oh yeah. I had this yeah. chair and it wasn't special to look at. It was a low back office chair, but boy was it padded. Like it was, it was yeah. like, I never had a sore bum in that chair. I can't find a chair for my own home office. that's even close. It's even close. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how long they would hold up. I saw, I was at Costco the other day and they have, they sell an office chair and they sell a gamer mm. chair. 
I sat in the gamer chair. It's like 200 bucks. It's it was pretty comfortable. But then the question is, it's like how long is it going to hold up, right? right? Because um, you need it to last the until I've, like you know at least four or five yeah. more versions of Call of Duty. You know. Yeah, and and then. Uh, to your point, that's exactly why I bought the same chair that I have in yeah. the office, because the chair that I have in the office, I've been sitting in for like two years and it they're all, you know, everyone's in there. Uh, everyone in the office has the same chair. All the chairs, as far as I can tell, are holding up really well. My boss was like, why would you like now you're whenever you're at home and you're like sitting down to play video games, you're going to feel like you're at work. And I'm like, no, man, like, I'm going to feel like I'm comfortable. No, I'm going to feel like I'm playing video games when I'm at work. <laughs> that's what you should yeah. have said. <laughs> that's really. <laughs> so, you know, uh, they say the fart wants what the fart gets or something. Yeah, the fart knows what the fart wants, what? you know. The fart wants what right. it wants. <laughs> the fart knows what it the wants. The fart knows what the fart. I don't know. There's. There was a joke about the heart, you know, and it's fine. I know. It's, I know what you're trying it. to Let's do. Let's do the next two uh, ads and very get good. back out of here. Yeah. And you know what? Let's do, uh, let's do We've got one more sponsor, and I know which one it is. Um, it is Stringjoy. <laughs> nice burp right before the sponsorship, Steve. Super classy. Big news for Stringjoy. Uh, right. Big news. They're going to be carried in Sweetwater. Yeah. Like that's yeah. amazing. So congratulations, so now, Stringjoy. Like like from like so, the so here's from the, the gear company perspective, on, like getting into swing into Sweetwater is like a huge deal. So yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for Stringjoy, you can buy it direct from them. You can add it on to your to your Sweetwater order. The question uh, head on over to Stringjoy. Actually, don't head on over to Stringjoy.com. Use the affiliate link that we have in the description. But now the question I have for you, Ryan, is is it better for people to buy String choice strings through Sweetwater using the affiliate link, or is it better for them to use your string choice link? While they're sponsoring the podcast, use the <laughs> string joy link. But also, I kind of doubt that you'll be able to order the custom sets via Sweetwater. That's true. So That's true. The it's custom be sets your, are your a huge draw in my point, in my perspective. Like, that's what yeah. everyone should be going to check out. So, use, you know what? Our, our affiliate links are, are going to probably work forever. So just what you choose, mm -hmm. the viewer, the purchaser, the consumer, you choose which way you want to do it. Do you want to use our Stringjoy affiliate link, our Sweetwater affiliate link, or you just want to raw dog it and not have an affiliate link at all? That's fine. You don't have to You don't have to take care of me. I appreciate it if you do, but you don't have to. Get Use that clean link, that fresh, clean link. You like the feeling of a clean link. I understand it. And if you like the feeling of fresh strings, check out String Joy. Check out their custom string gauge builder thing on their website. You can put together wild and wacky sets. You're gonna get an email from <laughs> from, from Blake and Mark and so Scott. Far, no sponsors uh, complained get, about any of our nonsense. Can we get more burps and less raw dogging? <laughs> Plus, last episode, Steve, you said that there were flat earthers at Chase Bliss. Yeah, and then this episode, you doubled we down. We got a comment about that from someone hoping that there are flat earthers at Chase Bliss, and we don't know. We don't know. All right, this uh, this next ad was sent by Philip Carter. This is uh, this isn't really an ad. This is he was telling me a story about this. This is a super chicken guitar. Uh, there's one of these on 
eBay. They're here and there and everywhere. Authentic and unique. Super Chicken Custom Electric Super Rooster Blues Guitar made and played by Super Chicken uh, of Clarksdale, Mississippi. The guitar is the exact one in the second photo found online with Chicken playing it at a festival. This is a one-of-a-kind blues beauty and was handcrafted by the legend Chicken himself in his chicken coop in Clarksdale and has been on display for the last several years since Super Chicken last played it. So I talked to Philip about this. This is a thing, a, a I think a cultural disconnect that we, that you and I, we, we probably just, I don't, I don't know how you would reference this. Well, I'm looking I, at I it and I, I'm seeing a piece of folk art. That's kind of what this is. It's functional folk right. art. And that's why I'm saying like, I don't know that if there's a San Diego equivalent to it, it's like, if like, Country Dick Montana was making guitars back in the day. I don't think there's an authentic San Diego version of this. There, I don't think. The, and and yeah. then one of one of the ones on here that Philip sent me is he actually made a slide guitar out of a shotgun, <laughs> like an over under <laughs> shotgun. Um, but and uh, and which may or may not, depending on who you ask, be functional still um but this guy this is uh there's the shotgun a shotgun guitar a does look kind of rad honestly yeah <laughs> like, i want to so hang that over the fireplace in um i don't i don't I, I don't know where this is but it's actually coming up or no it just happened in october um i'm trying to figure out where oh this is this ad is from or this article i'm looking at is from the richmond folk festival in Richmond, Virginia. Um, basically, uh, his name is James Johnson. He goes by the name Chicken or Super Chicken. And of course, the spelling is like just is different. Um, and he's a blues guitarist that does these this blues circuit, this like South blue, you know, the from the South. I guess they have these blues festivals and there are guys who are just known for doing this circuit right. and doing these things. And so uh, the He's like article a lo local the legend Richmond guy Folks festival. Yeah. Uh, is uh, he had, they called the chick tar, um, but this one is actually an Eagle. And, and the thing is, is he just gets a piece of wood and he cuts it. Yeah. And I think the, I'm not sure how the neck, if I think he might make the neck too. <laughs> I don't I'm think so. The neck, sure. the neck looks kit to me. Like it might be like a warmoth neck or something like that. Okay. It yeah, just, the neck looks like it's, it's actually that neck looks like, yeah, it looks like something. Right, right. But then he he bejewels it like he does. No, totally. He definitely adds. There's to a it. lot of handcraft going on here, and honestly, like um, I think it looks, you know, you know, in this style, I think it looks really good. You know, like it's, it, yeah. you know, I wouldn't. I shouldn't even have to say any of this, but I wouldn't be like, oh, it looks good in the same category as like, you know, like a vintage jazz master or something like that, because that's looking good as far as looking at like a guitar. This looks good as far as looking like a piece of uh, authentic art, authentic outsider folk art, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I mean uh, that in the in the greatest form of a compliment that I can as a style, as like a measure of authenticity. You know, like mm -hmm. I think I think it looks great. This could, 
this guitar actually that I grabbed the screen, the pictures from that everyone will be seeing, <coughs> that's from an eBay listing for two thousand oh dollars. I mean, you know, um, I mean, it sounds and, like this guy has a name, and you know, people know him. So, yeah, apparently, uh, it will that uh, these will go for them. Um, apparently, he is a long haul truck driver, so he's written fifty thousand songs. Uh, he's recorded ten albums. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's like uh, that's amazing. Apparently, he's just really well known. And I think his whole thing is yeah. is he started doing this because living in Mississippi, he basically said, you know, we found ways to tur just turn things into guitars. Yeah. And uh, so and it the was, shape uh, it's the kind shape, of a recycled art thing. The shape works. It looks like a chicken. It's got the bird shape. But it's still a functional yeah. guitar shape. Like, there's no reason that wouldn't sit on your lap. There's no reason it wouldn't rest on a strap. Well, you've got the strap uh, button underneath the chicken's chin there. What I think is interesting is he's doing the uh, Jimi Hendrix-style pickguard, where you have the, the the bridge pickup is staggered the other way, tilted the other way. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting addition there. I don't I don't know. I dig it. I don't, think, I don't think the chicken one is for me. I think the shotgun one is really, really fun, and I... It, it looks like a blunderbuss. It looks so beefy, you know. Yeah. I would, I would totally hang this up above the fireplace mantle, you know. I think it's definitely something that I, uh, you know, you got to. The story is what sells it, right? Um, and and again, I think that's what makes it interesting because we see stuff like this like pop up on you know local Craigslist and whatever, and you always go, "Well, this is stupid." Like, this is just some art somebody made for no reason. Right. And now they're trying to sell it for, like, a lot of money. There's, like, think, you know, what we see a lot of is, like, well-meaning teenager art yeah. or someone's bored and high art on guitars or, like, what the heck were you thinking? Like, this is so incredibly intentional and stylized and specific to a, a regional culture that's, like... No, this is great. <laughs> you know, this isn't someone drawing, I, you know, the Stussy yes all over a guitar and then, you know, scratching I hate my dad into the back of a first act, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I'm looking at I'm looking at part of this again Richmond Folk Festival uh story. I should make a link to that. Let me make a note. Uh he he says I'm from the country, and we didn't have much education. Everything over four letters was was either a sickness or a curse word. So one day, this man called me a hunk of manure. And I said, did you just call me a hunk of manure? And he said, no, I called you a... And I thought he said it again. Sounded like he said a hunk of manure. It was a long time before I knew the word entrepreneur. <laughs> That's great. Because like, you know, he, again, he was doing these, uh, you know, these blue sets and whatever. And then he, I guess part of his merch table was guitars that he yeah. had built. No, I think that's great. Uh, so yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's, I think it's a really cool story. Um, he says that he's 67 years old, but you know, kind of wonder. That doesn't sound as old Maybe. to me as it used to. It, it doesn't, and I, I had that thought the other day. <laughs> well, I, you know why? You know why I had that thought, Ryan? Because your back hurt. Would you rather write seventy? Would you rather fight oh seventy-five no, year olds we, or five seventy-year-olds? Can we not do this again? 
<laughs> we had a whole texting with the the gear slum about this and just never stopped. All right, this uh this last ad was sent by um Amy and Martinez. The unknown explorer. Uh not by Gibson, but a handmade, perhaps luthier made guitar. The guitar neck through body construction of figured maple. Uh the guitar is neck through body construction of figured maple. The fingerboard is a thick slice of ebony. This is a well-made instrument. I do not know where it was made or when. Seems like late 1970s or 1980s, the guitar is painted white. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess 80s. Uh, I like this. Is it okay that I like this? It's three grand. No, I don't like that. It's three grand because there's, you don't know who built it. You don't know how good they built it. I mean, it looks competent, but like, it's not three. I'm not convinced this is a $3,000 guitar by the photos without name names. I want to know who built it. Why is it worth 3000? But I do like the age that's on the body it's got some yellowing fading around the edges yeah i like no, that looks good i really like the look of the light blonde colored wood as you know like that you know you don't see a lot of this anymore but the neck through sort of thing like that's like a, a perfect execution of that in that style of like we're gonna do everything neck through and here's this very soft neck joint like i like the way that looks i also really 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 like this kind of funky, like mid-century modern take on the Dean headstock. It's more, it's much more exaggerated than a normal Dean headstock. That like V headstock. It's really big. It's really big, but it's like it pushes into this classy Jetson sort of vibe versus the like metal sort of vibe the aggressive metal yeah, like I, I feel like the size of the headstock almost like makes the rest of the guitar look really small it kind of balances it is it balanced i, maybe, I don't know <laughs> it's, the, it's a the, big fork you, you can definitely pick up a giant yeah. olive with that you know the well speaking of big forks i'm i'm having a uh, corned beef tonight <laughs> oh nice a dinner uh, brag i'm gonna have a burrito Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, I had a burrito yesterday. Um, I like the shark, the shark fin in like, on this. Yeah, I like those too. Um, three thousand dollars though. I, I like. I agree. Like, yeah, I like the double no, white pick uh, pickups, and it's got black binding and the black pick. Yeah. Like, there's. I really like the look of this. Here's a, here's a big word for you. Drop it on me, Steve. Without providence. Ooh. There it is. What are we on Antiques Roadshow here? Yeah, I don't. I have no take on like. Yeah, you know, you can't really have a take on this. There's, right? They like, have you say a guitar is three thousand dollars. You need to justify why right now because no one yeah. believes you. Especially when you're saying the you know the handmade, perhaps luthier made. Like <laughs> maybe someone qualified to make a guitar made it. Mm. Does yeah, that maybe not. pique your interest that someone who is qualified to make guitars might have made it? Mm. Who knows what you're about to get from Reverb.com? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't love that. So. Right. <laughs> as far as we know, this could be someone's woodshop project that just looks really great. It could be a secret prototype build by someone from Dean, you know, like. Well, that's what I was kind of wondering. Like, with that, is this a Dean Zelensky original? Was this, yeah, was this, uh, 
Because, you know, that would be a story. Yeah. I think if I owned this guitar, I would just tell people. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But if you you take, like, it kind of makes you wonder, like, if you go, if you go under the pick card, if you go into right. the, into the pickup cavities, like, is there any indication anywhere? That's a I good mean, question. Look at the, it's it's hard to see in the pictures, right? But, but this is um, this is how all the that era of guitar builders started out is doing unmarked, yeah, like yeah. Gibson clones and stuff like that. Like I was looking up original uh, PRSs the other day just for. A random internet like sort of factoid thing you mean authentic and, gibson and you know paul made a lot of double cut junior copies that were just straight up like oh like he was just cloning dc juniors like that's paul, how he's less that's paul? how he's uh, no uh, uh paul reed smith oh original paul reed you said original gibson oh no 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 i meant original prs uh, Wait, so you're saying they were original PRS, but they weren't coming original PRS. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, we haven't heard anything from anyone from 311, so we don't know if 311 is listening. But 311, if but you're listening. You know yeah, what? We, we, we should do. use, we should we use like our you. connections at PRS. We know the folks at PRS listen to this. They could forward the podcast to the guys at 311 because they at least used to be PRS artists. So... All us are all us guitar media people. We all talk to each other and we're all friends with each other. We've okay. established that. All the guitar industry people, the builders and stuff like that, they all talk to each other. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if all the '90s alternative rock musicians talk to each other, maybe Chris Ballou knows 311 and he can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, man. or you know, maybe they might be giants. Knows. 311 you know we could (laughs) get get some people on the phone that's is that gonna be the so okay did you there's basically a uh, i'll talk about i want to wrap this up this ad and then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'll talk about this uh the last (laughs) thing that i have for this guitar um is if you zoom in it's kind of hard to tell uh, but if you zoom in on the headstock that is a looks like a really nice piece of maple and i just wanted to say that no, the, the wood really, looks great. Uh, it's got a little flame to it. I bet it's all streaky and flamey. Yeah, um, I would pl- I would play this guitar no problem. Like I want to be seen on stage holding this this guitar. It looks great, yeah. and I bet it I bet it plays just fine. I don't know if it plays three thousand. That's the question. But I bet it plays just fine. All right, you want to tell us about the song and get us out of here? No, I wanted to tell you about this sick new world festival. Did you see this? Uh, it's uh it's so there's when we were young, and then there's already when we were young too scheduled. Did you see Sick New World? I did Head, headlining System of a Down, Corn, Deftones, and Incubus. There are a couple there are a couple bands on the lineup. There was like, oh, I would enjoy seeing them. But I'm not going to endure the rest of these to do it. Like I would, I would get a kick out of going to see Orgy. I think, think Orgy made some fun music. There are certain artists on this list. Orgy is one of them. Uh, Monster Magnet is one of them. Um, Chitty is kind of one of them. Even though they're a little higher up, where I'm like, are they just going to play like two songs? Right. You know. Um, Somebody when I, that I mentioned that to said that they looked up 
Um, the what the hell is this? Like, there's just like is uh, it they, they is Bush up... is Bush on the lineup? No, Did I imagine Bush that? is a no. metal. No, but some of that like orgy's not metal either. Yeah, well, orgy's like industrial, right? What least? is it? What is this thing called again? Sick New World. There's definitely Sick not metal World. artists on there here. Who the one that it feels most out of place for me was Hoobastank. Nah, it works. Uh, but like this, Coal Chamber, Seven Dust, POD yeah. is playing. POD. Uh, Filter's gonna play. I Fil- yeah, oh, have- Filter. Filter's the other one that's like really out of place. Like you're gonna come up there now. I guess like uh, they've got some stuff that's a little more. I guess could has kind of an industrial edge to it. But ministry, me okay, I'd enjoy seeing Ministry. That, you know, I don't know, two hours before uh, Serge Tankian's up there wanting to know, uh, why do why do you always send the poor? Uh, right. You know, why do I send the poor? Uh, you know, that some dude's going to be like, would you want to take my picture? Like, come on. Right, right. You're going to turn that around like... What is but this now? What I did here, filter had a wider range of I know styles I, than that. Uh, uh, what what I did here hey is man, that they were high, at, hey man, nice shot, right? They are hey man, nice shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that do you know the story um, of filter? I don't know the story of filter. Tell is me the, the story is, of filter. Ryan. Is the guitarist that was a hired gun for Nine Inch Nails? Oh, and it was like this whole like business model of like you're hired as a musician, like. You know, Trent Res- I'm Trent Reznor and the band. I make the money. Mm-hmm. I pay. I pay you minimum wage to be on tour with me. Basically, Weird. like that is the that is the corporate. That's the culture of like hired guns, sort of thing. Like you right. get to be on a tour with a major act, but you really don't get paid. You get paid enough to like buy food for yourself mm-hmm. when you're out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he came from Nine Inch Nails, and then was like, "Well, I'm just going to do that for myself." <laughs> He's like, this is a shitty system. I'm going to do it for myself and I'll pay other people to be my band. And he basically wrote a Nine Inch Nails clone song with Hey Man, Nice Shot. Oh, I can hear that. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. Um, I had heard it's kind that, of a beautiful story. That when Kitty played at, when, and I didn't realize that's how these festivals work, but I guess it makes sense. You would think, I guess, in my brain, these big festivals when like the big when like the biggest bands are playing, that's the only thing happening. Right, right. But no, it's actually worse. Is what's half what happens is um <laughs> it's worse than you that. know, if you want to see orgy, Ryan, you're gonna have to pick between like orgy right. and deftones. Right. Like they have like the bands that are at the bottom are playing at a side stage on the opposite side of the festival while the biggest bands are playing. I will say thing. I will say I really appreciate all the strong sans serif type faces in in these band logos. Like this this this, this band lineup reads great. Like it's extremely legible. Like, like that's the one thing I can say about this era of music. Extremely legible band logos. Like it's oh, even corn. Great. Even corn. You can read exactly yeah. what it is. Ministry is written out beautifully. You can Well, there's can, a couple there's a couple in here. There's one at the bottom uh, that I can't read. Scene so, no, queen? it's Scene Queen. Scene Queen. I had to look at it a little. That's the hardest one. Wait, what's this? Uh, stabbing we- stabbing, stabbing westward. westward. 
Oh my gosh, Alien um, Ant Farm. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go through here and I'm gonna say the bands that I would be like. Hold on. Okay, the, I want to see joke them. I, the joke I made was that Alien Ant Farm is only gonna play one song because Michael Jackson Estate won't let them play the other one. <laughs> um, I'd probably you know I'd I'd hang out and watch Evanescence because you know we're 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 friends. Uh, uh, I don't think you are anymore. I'm not. Did she leave? Did Jen leave? I think she was. I heard she was uh, uh, replaced. Replaced. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm not going to watch Evanescence. Um, I am not going to watch Chevelle. I do not. Like a lot of the problem is a lot of these are like, no, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. Uh, But Ministry. Yeah, I'll go to see Ministry. Okay. Maybe Cold Chain. I'd probably go see Alien Ant Farm just because I feel like they're kind of fun, you know. Uh, probably not going to make it to POD. Uh, I'm sure you've seen them before. I have. I've seen them in the old days. Uh, Filter, totally. Melvin's, probably. Uh, Orgy, I think I, yes. See, my list is my list is probably shorter than yeah, for Which, sure. Of the four headliners, are and you, I think that's it. Do you want me. to see all four of them? I don't care about any of the headliners. I would very really? much like to avoid Incubus. Yeah. You know, I would probably have a lot of fun watching System of a Down because they, you know, they're they're a fun band. A System of a Down is fun to listen to and to watch. Yeah, uh, Sy- but I don't want to. I'd want to see Incubus. I'd want to see Deftones. No, I've always heard Deftones are really bad live. Every time I hear Incubus come on the radio, I'm, I can't change it fast enough. Like I don't, like, I don't like them at all. How dare like, you? Yeah. And it's, and it's not for the classic reasons that I don't like various bands and styles of music. I just don't like yeah. them. Like, every time I, uh, I'm like, oh, no. No, thank you. And like, watch, style. watch. Like, what's his name? Uh, the, the guitarist. Uh, Mike. Mike Einsinger. Mike he Watch. He watches the podcast. And I just, I, his, I just heard his. I'm sorry, Mike. I love you, Mike. <sighs> I just Fuck I don't Ryan. I don't you I don't like me. Incubus songs. I'm sorry. Maybe there's better Incubus songs, but I, it's not that I don't think they're good. I think that they're good. I think they're massive. Have you ever listened to really like, put together? Okay, I just don't. What, I don't like is, them. What is the earliest Incubus song? I don't know. I don't was know. Like, did you, have you only heard them on the radio? Yeah, I've only heard, heard the radio stuff. Like, Why I would I seek you, them out if I hate the radio stuff? Well, no, I'm saying like I I don't I wonder if like you had heard anything that was like. When they were a mushroom band, basically. That does have sound more. Their, have you ever looked at their album art? I've heard that they that their musical style changes a lot, album to album. But I've okay, maybe I'm. Oh, Mike, I'm sorry. I'll do the work this week. I'll listen to some older and newer Incubus, not just so the like, stuff that's been beat so to like death on the radio. Fir, their first album, Fungus Among Us, is called Fungus Among Us. Right. It's got a picture of a mushroom on it. Yeah. So I think you know what you're getting in for. It's like psychedelic. Right. It, well, it's, no, it's going to be de- recipes, Steve. It's going to be cookbooks. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's described as funk metal on Wikipedia. I don't hate that description. Like, I like funk. I like metal. They mix together beautifully. You know, like, uh, okay, I'll just, I'll check it out. I'm sorry, Incubus. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a sh- Watch, Incubus becomes my favorite band, and I end up going to the sick on, new on the, world. This Festival. Is, I'm reading about this. I did not know this. Um, many of the names given under personnel are pseudonyms. The names given were Fabio, Dirk Lance, uh, Happy Nappy. The name Brandy Flower was actually a Sony employee. 
Uh, Are these members of Incubus? No, that's like they they had like just ran like they had stage names on this first album. Oh, okay. Now I'm following. All right. All right. Uh, But this is the album, I think, before uh, this is the album before Science. And I think Science is the one that they do. I like Mr. Bungle. I don't remember if I like Mr. Bungle. I feel like you like Mr. Bungle. I probably Um, like Mr. Bungle. No, science is even, I think science is still kind of, uh, the Incubus album science is still kind of, has a lot of like funk. Yeah. Um, the, I feel like to me, Incubus is like a more serious 311. I think early on, they I, yeah, have a, lot, a yeah. lot in common with 311 with that like funk hip hop thing going on. Uh, the, 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 uh, Personnel on science were Cornelius, Jawa, Dirk Lance, DJ Life, and Bad Mama Jama. Like I think a lot here here's how I'm gonna um here's how I'm gonna classify this entire genre of music going to this festival. Like mm-hmm. these are your stoners with philosophy degrees. They kind of yeah, they kind of have yeah. bad taste, they kind of like aggressive stuff, they kind of like <laughs> mushrooms, you know, like but they yeah. also like they're they're smart people. I just don't mm-hmm. jive with their taste and their aesthetic, you know? Like I think I think That's they're fair. I think they're smart people, you know? Okay, for me, bands I want to see real quick. System of a Down, I think we agree on that. Sure. I feel like they're a band that you just have to see to say that you've seen them regardless, right? I think they're kind of in that tier of legend. Yeah, like if, if is, I have a like if I have a chance to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I'm going to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like yeah. I feel the same about System of a Down. It's like, well, I got to see them. I, I, I don't feel that way about Corn. I feel like I should. No, absolutely, I do not feel that way about Corn. Yeah. yeah. Um, Incubus. I like Incubus. Uh, I think the stuff that you don't like about Incubus are the things that I like about Incubus. Right. The things that I don't like about Incubus are the things that you like about Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um. Turnstile, I'd want to see. I think they're kind of. I'm kind of starting to get into them. Um, Chevelle is a skip. Papa Roach is a skip. Um, Death Grips is a band that I probably should know more about. Flyleaf, were you ever? You're probably too old for Flyleaf. Yeah, I think so. Um, placebo, placebo, I'd want to see. Yeah. A uh, hundred gex I'd want to see, but be but probably as more of a novelty. Like I want to know what the hell's gonna happen. Um, I I could want to see. I think I'd want to see filter, but I still don't know how well they really fit onto this. Right. You, you could know, these put, like a. You could. I've put, never seen. You could put filter on the next one of these they do that's all 90s power pop because they've got yeah. they've got the nine inch nail song and then they have like the goo goo dolls knockoff song. Yeah. yeah. Uh filters <laughs> kind of like uh yeah, uh POD, I've never seen them. I did meet those guys once, but yeah. I've never actually seen the band. Hoobastink's a like the only band on here that's a hard pass is Hoobastink. Uh I remember Do you think that Hooba suck? Watch someone from Hoobastank watches. I remember I've told this story like multiple times on the show, listening to the radio. Uh, Hoobastank's The Reason, I think, was the number one played song in the United States in 2004. And you, I remember and, this story. You called the radio station to complain that they played it. No, Halloran said right. that they would never play it. They're like, 
this is the number one song and he played it and then he said we will never it's like this is the first and last time we'll ever play this song on the station right which was a lie because what they did instead was they sold the station to odyssey and now odyssey plays it on the hour every hour right right so good job i'm sure halloran it wasn't a lie that's just the radio business you know i know yeah. It's not a lie because technically, when the they're they're gonna say, well, when the state we sold the station, then it's no longer the station. There was a wild and fairly aggressive backlash to a lot of this music, and it was the radio's fault. Yeah, because it yeah. got oversaturated. They replaced everything everyone was listening to with corn and System of a Down and Papa Roach and yeah. Limp Bizkit. Like it all. Why is Limp Biscuit not on there? It all got replaced. Everything got replaced with this like new metal, new rock sort of thing. And it was just so sugary, sweet, corporate through and through. When the the levy broke and the stations were like, we don't want to do this anymore or we don't have to do this anymore. It was like hard reject across the board on a lot of like alternative stations. Like it was just like, we're done. Yeah. Last maybe that's what's just regional here, but that's what I experienced. Yeah, last three bands on this list I'd want to see failure. Um, I've been kind of starting to get into them. Body count, because I think you've got to see body count. I'm not familiar with them. Body count. You know body count. Am I thinking of a different band? I don't know. I there it's not ringing a bell. No, body count. That's ice. Yes, you said the name before. Oh, it's Ice T. Oh yeah. yeah, Body Count. Uh, we dude, we reviewed Body Count for you're right. on the show. You're right. Yeah, I'd I'd make it out to see Body Count. You got me. Um, you got me. Yeah, and then I think I'd want to see. I'd want to see Orgy. Do we ever want to bring album reviews back? Is that a thing? Nah, we ever want to do? it's too much work. Because <laughs> we actually had to do stuff. We had to, we had to prep for the episodes. We had to plan. <laughs> All right, you you want to hear about this song? Yeah, tell us about the song, Steve. This was a long episode, but I think this was all very fun. And because we're not recording two episodes in this session, like yeah, it's fine. We have we have, we're fine. We have time. You know, did you guys enjoy um, that it was longer? Do you want our episodes to be half an hour longer? You're not going to get it. They don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want them. To this be is a f- they work because I yeah I was at home and so I can drink as much as I want and I don't have to drive. Well, you got that hurt back, so you got to self medicate a little bit. I know. You know? I know. Yeah. Um, this song is uh was sent by Seth. Well, what's actually really confusing is I have three screens going, so I I really don't know where to. Why look. don't you have a gaming chair, Steve? You got the three I, screens because I got the chair that I knew would be comfortable. You're all hacker man over there with three screens, the greatest oh hacker on the planet. Now, nowadays, if you want to hack, you need at least six screens. <laughs> Um, oh, you don't use one of those little slick numbers from that that uh, Angelina Jolie used in Hackers, one of the little fold out laptops. Oh, That's not your hacker. What I actually, what I actually found, and I've never used it, is that uh, I can split my screens into like multiple screens, like it has a a little like the computer. Anyway, right? Yeah, Steve, um, Steve doesn't play video games, and he doesn't do stocks on these. What he does is he orders fifteen Domino's pizzas at the same times, and then watches the tracking. <laughs> he orders from different Domino's. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got the Elon Musk's airplane tracker in one corner. 
he watches uh, all, all right. the he watches all the Marvel movies at the same time. <laughs> Just the same. Wait, are you telling me Iron Man <laughs> unveils his new armor at the thirty four minute mark in four different movies? <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta call screen junkies. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> this email came in from Seth Williford. He says, Hello, Ryan and Steve. My name is Seth. I make music alongside my good friends, Chris and Jessica and Mark, in an alternative slash electronic band called Black Tuesday. Below is a Spotify link to our new single, Paranoia. Hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for all the great content. Are we listening to this? I don't remember how we do this. We weren't able to listen to it because we're doing the stream thing here. I was, I bet it's a cool song. I can't wait to hear it when I'm editing the video. So yeah. anyways, thanks for sending it. If anyone wants to send a song and again, if you want to 
send a song for our uh, if you want to send a song for the end of the show or if you want to send a song for the uh the christmas thing squire cyclone christmas song contest uh send it to um 60 cycle humcast at gmail.com that's Honestly, that's a big way to support the show because if we run out of songs, we're playing goddamn national anthems again. <laughs> it's been years, Steve, but I will go straight back to the Mexican national anthem. Do not tempt me. If we run out of songs. That's what's going to happen. All right. Bye, everyone. Stay grounded. <laughs>